0: Hello, everybody. I'm Pasha Marlowe, and this is the Let Pleasure Be the Measure podcast. And I'm excited to bring you today a guest, Holly Hartman. Holly Hartman is a life transformation and recovery coach and a domestic violence advocate. But what I'm super excited to talk to her about today is her new podcast and her new venture, um, a solo date challenge and how to date yourself. This comes up in conversation often as I work with people in relationships, whether they're in relationship or um, currently single, the idea of loving ourselves, dating ourselves, and sometimes I even use the languaging of have an affair with yourself. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited to talk to you today, Holly, as it relates to all things, pleasure.
1: Good to see you. Yes. Thank you for letting me be on your show today. I'm super excited to be here and talk about solo date challenge. And uh, I love what you said, affair with yourself. I love that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I heard um, have an affair with yourself the first time on an Elizabeth Gilbert podcast, And I love Mm. Elizabeth Gilbert. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting, it came to me right after she was talking about, on a separate podcast, um, her relationship with her friend and then her friend dying. And so she was coming to me in my consciousness from a state of of grief and sadness and yet still claiming her worth and her desire and her need to experience pleasure and self-love. So it really, the her podcast specific title about um, having an affair with yourself is something like dirty, nasty. It, it sounds really, it sounded much more raunchy than it actually was, but it was really about um, f- treating ourselves as well mm-hmm. as we treat others and expecting um, of ourselves, um, as much as we would, we would want others to, to treat us well. We need to be able to love on ourselves and treat ourselves with that same amount of patient, loving kindness. Uh,
1: Absolutely. And that's a lot of what, what I teach and uh, how I approach and how solo date challenge actually came to mm, fruition, so mm. to speak, similar in that sense of Mm. using my pain of what, of my own recovery, to then create this space of how do I learn to love myself and so similar in that grief place this yeah. is also a way that I used for healing uh, I love Elizabeth Gilbert and uh, the if people aren't familiar with her as an author but the eat pray love movie with Julia Roberts but I love Elizabeth um, Gilbert's writing and I haven't listened to her podcast I think I would line up with that
0: yeah. Um, this one is kind of her old podcast, but she also mm-hmm. wrote uh, several books. Um, one of them was Big Magic. And it just, mm-hmm. she, the way she talks about uh, creativity and self love just very much resonates with me. But it's interesting that you say that your work also came from a place of grief because I think every podcast guest, and this is maybe my 30th recorded episode, whether I'm talking to somebody who's a pleasure advocate or play advocate or ADHD advocate or talks about sexuality or whatever it is. It's always been from a catalyst moment of heartbreak or heartache Mm -hmm. that we finally claim our power and our need for self love and pleasure. So for you, was it a moment or a an experience, a a marriage. I read a little bit about your past. What do you you want to share?
1: Yeah. And and I'm open to sharing anything. So if it goes that way, I'm good with that. Um, So for me back in 2019, I was in the middle of a divorce and um, in my divorce, it was a toxic marriage. Um, There was covert abuse. And so I'm also a domestic violence advocate because of that. Mm -hmm. And on my healing journey, um, you know, really reflecting on Um, this was a pattern of mine. It wasn't my first uh, relationship kind of similar to that. And, um, and then I realized there was a pattern and so, okay, well, I'm not going to date again for a while because I want to really discover who I am and what this codependent behavior is happening in this pattern. And, um, and so really, honestly, I was listening to someone talk and like in passing, they said something about a hundred solo dates. And I was like, Ping, you know and so I was okay well maybe I will challenge myself to do 100 solo dates before I date again and as I started to dive into that I realized this isn't about just 100 solo dates this is a lifestyle change this is the me stepping into my authentic self me empowering myself and learning how to seek validation within me instead of seeking out validation outside. And that's where the pain was coming from because I was seeking Mm -hmm. it from toxic people. And I was so vulnerable that any little piece of nugget that they would give me, that I would eat it up. And then, you know, and then I had a void because they couldn't keep filling my tank. I had to keep filling my tank. And so um, that's really how solo date challenge started. I started posting it online and just saying, this is what I'm doing. And people started looking and going, what is that I wanna do it too. And then I created a women's community group, and now we have over 770 women across the globe that are intentionally and unapologetically solo dating.
0: <laughs> Wonderful! And the solo dating is whether or not you're in relationship or not, right? You could be yes. in a marriage. Yes. Could 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 you be in a uh, fulfilling, happy marriage and still solo date, or is it Absolutely. only for in marriage that are still lonely who are solo dating?
1: Yeah, I love that you brought that up. And that's typically what I say when I share it because it's really important to note that. And I, I typically share this with women. Now we'll say men have followed my journey and also have reached out to say, I'm doing it too. Good. But who, who I visit with and who I share my story with are women. And this is for all women. Um, what I know that is if I had had this even in my marriage, I probably would have been happier. Even though it was toxic, yep. I might've been able to survive it more because I would have been filling my own cup. And, um, and so it is for all women of all ages. Um, many, many women have their teenagers doing it too. So mm-hmm. they're showing that ripple effect of saying, this is how we can empower ourselves so that we can show up as our true authentic self and be okay with who we are today.
0: Wonderful. And do, are, do you see a solo date as, um, you know, take yourself to a coffee shop and buy yourself a coffee or is it take a weekend away or how, what is the, the scope of what constitutes yeah. a solo date? I mean, can it be a longer shower or yeah. like, is, does it have to be leaving the house? I'm just curious what the Oh, I, are.
1: I love it. Well, for, for me and what I'm discovering, I'm, I have been interviewing a lot of people because I have my Solo Date challenge podcast coming up where we're going to be exploring these ideas with everyone. Um, but it, I ask the women, what what does solo date challenge mean to you? And what I love is that it means something different to each person. Yes. And that is what is really divine in this. Um, so what I do is I help help them discover their core values. Mm. When you understand who you are and what your core values are, then you get to choose what solo dates work best for you. Mm. Because what works best for my neighbor may be different than works best for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be that you your solo date is taking a long bath, a bubble bath, where you have chocolate dipped strawberries beside yourself and have music playing, essential oils, and that could be your solo date. It could be that you go down to the hardware store and sign up for one of their free classes because you like to learn and you like to build things. That could be your solo date. You could go explore like Eat, Pray, Love and go explore for months. or you could go just see a a local coffee shop that you've never explored before and you go do it. The great thing is, is it's all individual. It's all what fills your cup.
0: Yes. And I would imagine right now in the middle of a pandemic, when we're all feeling maybe a little less apt to be able to fly to Bali, (laughs) if that were even in the cards, um, to have a, you know, a, a solo retreat that we need to find ways to solo date ourselves within the parameters of, of what's going on in our, in our real life. Um, and, and how do you start? Like, do you have some tips or, uh, process that you go through where you allow the woman to explore what it is she might want and desire to, to lead to those decisions?
1: Yeah. In our group, we really explore that a lot. So there's all kinds of different ways that you can do that. One, I touched on the core values. So mm-hmm. if anybody wanted to go to solidatechallenge.com, I have a free core values worksheet, that you can kind of work through that on your own and discover what that is. Nice. And that's a great way to tap into what you might like. Um, yeah. Another thing is, and I heard this in another group, and I thought this was an interesting point. Um, if you see somebody doing something that makes you jealous of them, Mm. They're out going to a concert, Mm -hmm. they're out dancing, that may be a little indicator going, maybe you should try that, even if you've never done it before.
0: I Um, love that point. little
1: Mm -hmm. pain point of like pleasure Mm -hmm. in that sense.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think jealousy is a a sign of of what we desire and Mm -hmm. what we aspire to and know that it's in us. And when we see it in somebody else, it makes us um, jealous or angry or bitter, but it's only because it's reflecting our own abilities and worth and possibilities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, I think that's a good point is to notice what you're, what you're jealous of or envious of. Um, yeah. Cause
1: oftentimes we, we might know what we like, exactly. but then we don't really tap into it. And the other thing that I think is really important to address, because when I start sharing this with women, a lot of people say, oh, I date myself. I go out to dinner or I go to do this mm-hmm. or that. Um, but the the shift with this is your intention. Yes. Do you, cause they're like, oh, I take myself out to target or, you know, get a coffee and go walk around target. When you leave, do you feel fulfilled mm. for some they do mm-hmm. for some, they don't, they just check that box and say, okay, I did that. So it's really about setting that intention of, I am going to intentionally choose something that maybe nobody else would do with me. That really sparks joy for me, or maybe that you might be embarrassed for somebody else to know that you do go do that for you. Like step out of that. It's like bumping up against that comfort zone and really stepping over it. That's where life starts.
0: And as part of your challenge to not go onto social media and tell the world that you're doing this thing, in case you're in the middle of trying to solo date or challenge yourself to do something only for you, that you're also still kind of seeking that outside validation of like, Hey, look at me doing something good for myself. I, I notice myself doing that if I go to the beach for myself by myself because I want to. Once I'm there, after a little while, I'm like, I'm really pretty badass coming to the beach by myself. And then I feel the urge, which is my ego, to take a picture and post that I'm doing something for myself, which is paradoxical. But anyhow, yeah. Do you do you notice that a lot?
1: Um, I think there's a balance to everything, you know, and I think for me, I I encourage it because what, what I know is as a society that we, we really, um, we celebrate burnout way more than we should. We celebrate Mm -hmm. everybody working their butts off to the bone, and then they don't celebrate, uh, lifestyle freedom and, and loving life. And so for me, I, I say celebrate it. Um, yes, there is an element of seeking outside validation, but then that also comes in. What is your intent? What is your heart in that? You know, Mm -hmm. if if I'm sharing so I can say you can do it too, Mm -hmm. this is possible for you. And that's what we do in our group. Um, We really encourage people to share because I'll I'll share this story. Uh, When we first got started, there was several ladies that said, I've never been to dinner before by myself. I've never gone out to dinner by myself or anywhere. And they were terrified. And I've done that my whole life. So I don't, I can't conceptualize that. So she went to breakfast by herself and took a picture and showed the ladies and said, "Hey, I went." The ripple affected the women that yes. went after that. That mm-hmm. said, because she could do it, I can do it. Yes, it too. Now yes. these women are in the healthiest relationships they've ever been in. They're more empowered than they're starting classes. Their their whole lives are changing because of that one step. So I think it comes into what's the intent.
0: Yes, yes. Is your intent to liberate somebody else and inspire somebody else, or is the intent? to receive validation and the experience will only be effective if you receive, you know, praise from mm-hmm. other people. That's a, right. that's a, a um, great point. Thank you. Um, and so what about women, you're noticing women who are in relationship versus out of relationship, the difference in their approach to this dating yourself. Do you find that women in relationship and potentially in marriages that have been going on for a long time, have a harder time kind of breaking free from that construct and, and getting out on their own? Do you, do you find that pattern? Uh,
1: yes, I'm glad mm-hmm. that you brought that up. I, mm-hmm. I think um, it feels as though they don't give themselves as much permission, mm-hmm. that there's a lot more excuses on why they can't make themselves a priority, um, yes. you know, because there are responsibilities when you are in relationship and there are some time constraints. But And then there's that fear. I think, at least for me and my relationships before, this fear of rejection and abandonment, or fear of judgment from my partner, or their jealousy, fear of what their their energy might be, and and really empowering women to say no. It's that if we, we our cup when it's overflowing, we are so much better for everybody else in our family, and that ripple effect. So for the people that do start that, that are in relationships they are now encouraged to participate in it once their family sees that shift. But at the beginning and you're changing your behavior, sometimes you're, you don't get the support of your family, but once they start seeing you get healthier and you happier, they benefit from that change.
0: Yes. Yeah. Ideally you would then, um, have a equal relationship or compromise where one person is able to solo date themselves and and get away, and then and, and then the other could potentially do it as well, and we would uh, allow that space and create that space for each other. Um, and do yeah. you find that the men that you said a few men were participating um, is that different? What what is that process like for them? How's it? How have you noticed it to be different?
1: Yeah. So um, they're, they're not in my group, but they post okay. on, on Facebook. So I just want to make sure that's clear. So people okay. know that it is a safe space for women, Okay, but I've had several men that um, said, really men need this. Do you have a group for us? And I'm like, uh, not right now, but they, it shows up as them um, embracing their life and, and okay. focusing and not in a narcissistic way, not in an egotistical way. This truly is about filling our cups so we can pour from the overflow, not, not in a selfish way. And uh, so they show me pictures of their travels. They said, if if you had not shared this journey, I would not be on this right now. And so really empowering them to step into what they do. And I'll say I'm in a healthy relationship. I'm, I'm single in the sense that I'm not married, but I'm in the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. And he (laughs) was, he was actually attracted to Solidate challenge and that's how we connected oh, uh, because fun. of what I've been sharing. And so stepping into this relationship, he already appreciated what I was doing and Good. holds space for me to do that. And he does the same. He's a hunter. So he'll go for a week and go, I'm going to disconnect from the world and I'm going to go hunt. I hope that's okay. And I'm like, go do that. Like yes. it's, it's about, um, you know, codependency or counter or interdependency. Mm-hmm. Um, when, Many marriages are codependent, where you don't have your independence. When we're interdependent, I get to have a piece of me. I get to have that autonomy. I get to have my life. And then you get to have your life, and we come together and we enhance each other's life. So many people, and at least this was my teaching, was that I have to find somebody to complete me. And I don't believe that. I believe that I get to. I can to bring my strengths, my power, my, and also my weaknesses, my whole self, all of me to a relationship and they get to do that same. And then we enhance each other, but it's not about this, this, um, intermeshment. Um, I think it's really important for us to have that our own lives, even outside of it in a healthy way.
0: Yes. And it's fascinating that we've made it all this time without talking about children, (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fascinating to me because I just like, Oh, I'm, I, I feel like first and foremost, before pleasure, before laughter, before podcast before work, before my own sleep, um, is, is being a mama. And so <laughs> I am sure that there is a, a dynamic of the self-sacrificial mother, not taking the time or creating the space. I find myself doing this all the time. Um, And so do you have special uh, tips for mamas out there?
1: Yes. And I am a mom of a five-year-old and a Mm -hmm. 16-year-old. So Mm. I am in that camp as well. So um, it is hard to do that. And especially when they're really young, you know, speaking to the parents that have little, little ones, I nursed my little one for a long time. And that's really where I lost myself. And Mm -hmm. I wish that I'd had somebody pouring this into me and saying, it's Mm -hmm. okay to do this. Mm -hmm. So to those parents, I think it is, um, the reality is, is you do just have pockets of time sometimes when they are in that, when you're in that season. So being, um, having grace and mercy for yourself, having compassion for yourself, being soft with yourself, Yes, that if, um, if a bath is all you can get time for, for your self-care to celebrate those, um. We've been talking a lot in my group recently about celebrating ourselves. And what I find is a lot of people are really uncomfortable celebrating themselves, mm. um, that we do a lot of self-sabotage talk, a lot of negative self-talk. So if you're in that season of life of, oh, my goodness, I can't breathe. I have, My kids or all these things. I mean, last night I had a volleyball, you know, like uh, it's constant movement, um, but I still make myself time. So for those seasons, it's scheduling you've got to schedule that time. Or it'll never happen.
0: Mm. It's about
1: being intentional.
0: Yeah. I've, I'm sure I'm not alone in feeling like the time is before they wake up. So I just mm-hmm. keep waking up earlier. Uh, my son who's 13 goes to bed at the same time I do. So I, I don't stay up later because as soon mm-hmm. as he goes to bed, I'm like me too, let's go. I'm mm-hmm. out. Uh, but I do wake up at least an hour before he does. And it's a, it's a magical time of, Of self-care and quiet and not serving like I don't even get my husband coffee I'm just like nope nope but he can bring me coffee but I'm just like I'm not gonna do anything for anybody between the hour of 5 a.m and 6 a.m um and that is that and and some days that's all I have carved out but because it's in the beginning of the day it takes the um edge away for when you get to the end of the day and feel depleted. Like I didn't do anything for myself today. Um, Sometimes just having that, that moment in the morning helps. And the bathtub always cracks me up because um, maybe this is just embarrassing and oversharing, but my bathtub is always like full of like clogged with hair and soap scum and like bath toys. (laughs) And it's not a pretty sight. It's not a spa, so it's not mm-hmm. there and it's really small. And so I have this jealousy and this thought of like, well, of course I can't practice self-care because I don't have a big bathtub. And so we get in our heads what we think will be the answer. Mm-hmm. And then we sometimes achieve that thing and it's still not there. And then we realize oh, it was something inside of me that was lacking. It was my own limiting beliefs or my own lack of self-worth and heroic self-love. Those are always humbling moments.
1: Oh, yes, I have those moments too. Well, and the other thing is, and this is what we tell people too, explore things, try them out. You may not like everything and that's okay too. You're learning more about yourself. This is about a self-discovery journey. That's all it is find out what you like, somebody else, the bath might be the thing for them. And yours might be something completely different. Um, yes. But, you know, in the COVID times, we try to talk about the different things you can do. Um, you know, like for me, I bought myself a hammock, I go and lay out on my deck. And um, you know, it's starting to, the weather's starting to shift again, and I'll go mm-hmm. grab a book Nice. And go out there and read, and I and I claim my mornings too. I'm a, I go to bed early and I get up early. Those are important times. But you carve out that time and you yes. be intentional. Yes. And let's just say life is really so hard, and it you really don't have but 15 minutes to yourself. Schedule it, claim yes. it, tell your family, and you said about your kids. I, I really strongly believe this that we need to break these toxic cycles for ourselves, so then generations to come don't repeat our patterns, mm-hmm. and so. Also show that you're modeling this behavior for your children. That we talk about it with our children and say, "Mommy's going to take self care time because it's really important, and I want you to do this for you when you grow up too." Mm -hmm. Or let's, how can we fill your cup today? You know, not Mm -hmm. even when they get older. Well, how can we do that? But I need this time, and and being vocal about it is really important that we model these patterns for our children.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. I my son has been asking for more time alone, um, and And some of that screen time, and I've let go of a lot of shame and expectations and self judgments about screen time because I'm realizing that for him, his game is often his self care and it's his pleasure. And so uh, I would rather him be playing outside, but that's not right now what he's choosing or able to do. So so yeah, allowing our children their own path and their own journey. and honoring and honoring that and, and offering them the, the options to say, you know, sometimes I'll say, okay, name three things you'd like to do today. And and hopefully one of these things will be something we can do. Um, Cause I might say, oh, we'll go to the beach or we'll go for a hike, or we'll have a picnic. And none of these things are on his list yes. <laughs> at all. Um, yes. My husband has three different things. So we all mm-hmm. give our three. And if none of them uh connect we find a compromise like uh, you know uh, see see whether or not we can work in somehow xbox with a picnic and a walk like let's try that but but yeah to give uh, each other the grace um Mm -hmm. and space to to share our own individual desires
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, I also learned this in, in Montessori stuff, because my younger, my oldest was in Montessori in the beginning and uh, talking about giving choices that you give choices that you're willing to do too. Could be Mm -hmm. an element of control, but when they're younger, sometimes we have Mm -hmm. to do that, that Mm -hmm. instead of giving them a full yes day, we, we (laughs) go and say, you know, these are the three things that we could do today, which one appeals to you to do, you know, and that we narrow it down. Um, I have to do that sometimes because, you know, it's within our wheelhouse and, uh, not sure if you've
0: heard of yesterday. Have you seen that movie? I did. I I saw it. it and um, yeah, I, I didn't want to do anything they did. It all looked horrible. <laughs> but I like the idea of it. Um, <laughs> and and we tweaked it a bit because we said, you know, these are the things that are safe. And mm-hmm. we gave him an entire list of things he could choose from, but it still gave him that that feeling of choice. Um, yeah. and so none of them were gonna feel dangerous nor out of our price range or safety. So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Well, you, you know, in not. the same sense, us as adults, we almost need to give ourselves and that's what Solidate Challenge does, too, is yeah. it gives people permission to do this, Good. because for so long, we feel this guilt and this shame and this, oh, I can't, there's no possible way I can do it. So I guess my encouragement is, well, that movie is for kids and saying kids mm-hmm. get a yes day. I'm encouraging people here, give yourself a yes day. Yes. Give yourself permission to come and do this and love yourself in this way.
0: Yes, I agree. I agree. This is good for parents, this is good for marriages and relationships and the whole. and for all of you out there who do not have children or are mm-hmm. not in relationship right now, just as important, maybe even more, to find this self-love mm-hmm. and and desire to date yourself, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, many of the women that are in the group are actually leaving toxic relationships Mm -hmm. and they're using this as a form of healing from that, of like a self-discovery because many have lost who they are. They they don't know how to navigate the world or some don't. And so how do I discover who I am again? And so it really gets them back down to their core and Mm -hmm. find out what they love.
0: Mm -hmm. Beautiful it's a wonderful idea. I encourage everybody to go. So say the uh, name of the group again and how they can find you, Ollie.
1: Yes. It's solo date challenge women's community. And we're on Facebook. It's free for all women to join. We encourage you to join. We have people from Singapore that live in Australia. I mean, across the globe, we have women all over doing this because they know how important it is to learn how to do this for ourselves.
0: Nice. And then your podcast is called the solo date challenge. And that launches, mm-hmm. uh, this week, it'll already be up and launched by the time your podcast here <laughs> airs. Um, and so real quick, you mentioned three S's in your podcast. So I was just curious what, curious what those three S's are.
1: Yes. So we are going to be focusing on self-love, self-care and solo dating. So we'll explore all aspects of that. And um, I'm, I'm interviewing many of the women that have been doing this journey for over a year and, and how their lives have transformed and they are moving stories. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also gonna share different ideas of solo dating. So if you wanna explore different ideas on that and self-love and self-care, how do we do that? How, what does that look like? Cause some people have never experienced them in their life. Mm-hmm. They don't even know what it looks like. So we're just gonna break it down in a loving, encouraging place. And what I say is that we will love you until you can learn to love yourself. And that's just really what our community is all about.
0: I think it's so beautiful. And I always am um, empowered and remind myself when I'm talking to somebody like you of my own um, strengths and resilience and persistency because both of us have come from toxic relationships, uh, abusive relationships and places of deep, grief and heartache. And I'm sure you would agree that there were times in our life where we did not feel we would ever be in a position to lead other women to pleasure and self-love because we didn't feel it was in the cards for us. And so to offer hope to anyone out there who's thinking, well, it worked out for you because blank, 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 or nice, happy for you, but I'm still in this um, toxic relationship or loneliness or grief or sadness, we, we get it and, and there is a way through. And Mm -hmm. what we're doing is we are you and you are me and us. And, um, and yeah, we're all so much more alike than different. And Mm -hmm. that the human side of this is that from pain can come pleasure and power and that it's possible.
1: Absolutely. No, I resonate with that completely. It's beautiful. And, you know, I I say my my pain is my purpose. My mess is my message. My test is my testimony. And um, I did not believe I'd be where I'm at today. And that's why I share it, because it was so incredibly healing for me. And I've seen it do it for other other people. Mm. Um, And I'm also a part of a book that's launching this month, too. And Mm. it's uh, 14 Thrivers of Domestic Violence and Narcissistic Abuse and Their Recovery Story. And then on my podcast, and the book is called um, How to Release the Shame of Narcissistic Abuse and Transform Financial Poverty to Wealth Beyond Numbers. And it's really 14 Thrivers sharing their story. Mm. And then on my podcast, Solo Date Challenge, um, I am exploring, like you said, all these women that their lives have transformed. Many of the women have come from pain to then share their pleasure of what they've experienced with Solo Date Challenge. And it's been because I could say it all day long and you see one voice saying it and now there's going to be many, many voices saying it and sharing their journey.
0: Good, good. Yes, yeah, sometimes it's the only thing, the only way we could look back and think what was the purpose or the meaning of it or the blessing and the gift of it. And mm-hmm. if it is that we can help release shame from one woman or transform one woman's life or encourage one woman to solo date herself, then yes, um, yes it was still hard. Um, but we're so glad to be in the position now to be able to uh, serve others. So yeah.
1: Absolutely. And there's another way that I serve that I think is important to share for anybody that is seeking um, a part of a group called 12 Step Spiritual Recovery. And it is a 12-step program recovery for all people. You don't have to necessarily have an addiction. You could be codependent. You could just want more or better out of life. You could be leaving a toxic relationship and not sure what's going on and how to navigate it. Um, it is welcome to all people, man or woman, and it's free. And, um, it, if you look up 12 step spiritual recovery, you'll find us. And, uh, we welcome and encourage that as well. Many of the women are coming from toxic relationships as well and healing and recovering that way. And I personally have 11 years in recovery, um, from alcohol. And I help navigate all of that for women as well. So, you know, there's, there's many facets of healing that take us from our pain to our pleasure to get us to where our purpose is and how we can do our healing.
0: Yes. So many, so many different paths, so many modalities and so many communities out there. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm so happy to know about you and your work and your community. So thank you for coming on and sharing your, your story um, uh, and all of your new uh, adventures and offerings. So thank you so much, Holly, for being Oh, here. Thank
1: you for having me. I love your energy. I love what you're putting out in the world. And all we can do is just keep sharing our journey and, and hope that it touches somebody else's life. So thank you for letting
0: me be here. Absolutely. You are most welcome. It was my pleasure talking to you, Holly. Um, and for anyone who wants to reach out to me, continue the conversation, feel free to reach out, Pasha at Pashamarlow.com. And please subscribe to the podcast. It it helps us uh you know get guests and broader reach and um you know alert you to all the new fun uh and empowering episodes coming your way. So thank you all for listening and Today, let pleasure be your measure. Bye.